Welcome to the Passion Over Profits podcast with Top Son Goku, bringing you your weekly dose of Dragon Ball Super Collector's content. Stay tuned for exclusive interviews with some of the most knowledgeable DBS collectors in the community. What's up, guys? My name is Sapsan Goku, and welcome back to the Passion Over Profits podcast. In today's episode, I want to go over the different secret rares that we've seen over the last four years. Because, yes, our card game has been around for four years, which is amazing. Like, we're now uh, celebrating the uh, anniversary box number three. So, it's the, 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 the four years are completely behind us. And I think now is a good time to, you know, look back at and, and see what um what cards we we can enjoy right so we we've we've uh, completed uh you know bt14 so we've got 14 sets in four years absolutely insane um 14 main sets and we also have uh, three themed booster sets uh of course we have the anniversary boxes we have the expansion sets so there's a ton of stuff to collect in dbs of course um, and i'm gonna focus on the main sets uh, as well as the themed booster sets. And I'm going to go even further, and I'm just going to focus on the secret rares. Because, you know, as a collector, I think that when you think back to a specific set, you say, like, oh yeah, Crossworlds, the, the the set with the SS4 Sangoku, right? So the Hyper Evolution Sangoku, yeah. You know, so the, the secret rares, to me personally, are the highlights of a specific set from a collector's perspective, right? It's the highlights. Like, so I want to start by, you know, really go- going over uh, all the different secret rares that we've seen. And and then I want to, in part, like, you could say, like, part two or something, I'm going to discuss my personal opinion, right? Like, my, my two cents on on how Bandai is doing. <laughs> and uh, disclaimer, right? I, I'm a collector. I'm a huge fan of, of the Dragon Ball franchise. I love DBS card game, right? I'm, me doing this podcast should say enough already about how committed, how passionate I'm, I am about DBS card game, right? I love it. And, uh, but, you know, even if I criticize the cards, you know, just know that I appreciate Dragon Ball Super as a whole, um, and and of course I don't have to agree with every every single card, right? I don't need to love every single card. I can, I can have my favorites and my least favorite cards, right? So it just makes sense that you have favorite cards. Um, and so the, the 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 critics or the the, the comments I'm gonna say on the, on the card game is not to to put it down or anything. I think Bandai is doing amazing. Like, I mean, we've been we've been there for four years. Uh, Bandai is strong, uh, DBS card game is strong, um, but, uh, you know, if they can improve, you know, I, I think personally it, it, it should be, it should be said, right? So, um, I'm going to go over the, the different secrets. I'm just going to give you my, my two cents on each secret rare, and then we're going to discuss it all, uh, in the end. So, um, I'm not sure if I'm going to put timestamps or, or something, but it, I think that would be that would make sense at some point to start with, with you know, this is part one discussing all the, the secrets and this is part two, um, you know, giving my two cents opinion. I think I'm just going to put it in, all in one episode, though. I, I don't think I'm going to, you know, split it up. Um, and <laughs> this is actually my second take because I rambled on so long for each secret that I talked for one hour on my own and I was like, okay, now, now I need to give you my opinion on the entire thing and I, shit, I'm already one hour in. So 
my voice my voice is already a little bit um tired <laughs> but um you know let's uh let's crack through this so i use the dbscardgame.com uh, website so uh and this is where you'll find you know the card list with all the different secret cards so with the card list so you go to dbs-cardgame.com you can select um uh, rarity Right, and the, the rarity you just select secret rares, and then you press enter, and you will have the list of the of all the secret rares done to date. So set number two, Union Force. We have Ultimate Force, SSB Vegito. What a powerhouse, man! This card is absolutely insane. We have the SSB Vegito from uh, from Zamasu Arc, shooting a, a final Kamehameha. Man, this card looks absolutely insane. And back then they used to only do one secret rare per per uh, set, which so so, like you know this is the the highlight from the set. So, and and man, what a choice, man. So SSB Vegito was relevant in terms of you know the the, the series being in, during the Zamasu arc. It just made sense, and uh, of course Vegito is like a fan favorite fusion fa from fan fan favorite characters. It's the the main characters fusing together with this new form ssb vegeta absolutely beautiful and let me tell you the execution on this card man the the texture the gold foil the artwork the foiling everything is gorgeous everything is amazing what a secreter to start it off man that is just absolutely insane uh set number three from cross cross worlds we have Hyper Evolution Son Goku, SS4 Son Goku. So this is already the first introduction for from Dragon Ball GT in DBS. And you'll see uh, in the the, 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 the next uh, secret words that I'm going to discuss, they love GT, man. GT is not considered canon in the uh, Dragon Ball fan base because, you know, it's a different universe where Goku goes Super Saiyan 4 rather than you know, continuing with Super Saiyan God, right? So you have uh, the continuation of the series is basically, you know, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon, uh, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, right? So in Dragon Ball GT, is basically a parallel universe where you have Goku going Super Saiyan 4. And uh, you also have Super Dragon Ball Heroes or the Dragon Ball Heroes universe where both universes collide. So you have... Um, you know, Canon Goku and Dragon Ball GT Goku that uh, see each other next to, uh, uh, face to face. So this is pretty cool. I think the Dragon Ball Heroes universe is pretty cool as well. And uh, definitely DBS uses the Dragon Ball Heroes universe a lot as well in this card game. But uh, this here, the Hyper Evolution Super Saiyan Force on Goku, is the first appearance from. Uh, from uh, Dragon Ball GT, and man, what a secreter! This secreter, like very, very uh, comparable with the SSB Vegito. Uh, SSB Vegito was like the uh, characters that they could that could have used from DBS at the point, and uh, you know, Hyper Evolution Super Saiyan Four is just the character from uh, Dragon Ball GT. So uh, from going from from there, man, what a start to the secreter realm, right? This is absolutely insane. So uh, the next secret rare is actually the Awakened Power Son Goku from Tournament of Power because this is a themed uh, booster, uh, and I know that the uh, you know Tournament of Power is released after set three. So uh, starting from you know after theme booster one, I, I I don't know when when it was released. So I'm just gonna you know 
theme booster two and three i'm just gonna you know discuss at the end or something but uh um man awaken power son goku man this totally makes sense that this card was sought after like crazy from the get-go uh you know it's a ui goku again very relevant for the show like tournament of power was released at the tournament of power for, uh, as in the show when the show was releasing um ui goku highest form from the highest and newest form strongest form from from goku during the tournament of power it just makes sense the, the artwork is beautiful the card is beautiful the coloring is beautiful um, and it was victory strike uh so it's it was highly playable for players so Man, this card just made sense, man. It just made sense that this card became the uh, face of our TCG at the time because you know SSB SSB Goku could uh, SSB Goku could have been the face of our TCG, but Goku ascended to you know Ultra Instinct. So from from there. <laughs> SSB Vegito is or uh, SSB Goku is already old news, so it made sense that at the time, as uh, UI Goku was the face of our TCG and still is, right? Because it's still up to date, of course. Because after Tournament of Power, um, you know the series stopped. And um, so yeah, great looking uh, secret rare. And then from there we have set number four. We have Colossal Warfare with the Son Goku Junior Distant Descendants and. This is a character from Dragon Ball GT. So if you know uh, in Dragon Ball GT, at the very end, at the very, very end, we see that in the distant future, we have a descendant from Goku. So his legacy continues with Goku Jr. And Goku Jr. has something like 30 seconds screen time or something in a, in a 70, 70 episode series. So to me, it doesn't make sense to use Son Goku Jr. as a secreter because like I said, 30, 30 seconds uh, screen time, absolutely insane. But the theme of uh, of this of the secret rare kind of makes up for it. So you have uh, Bardock, Goku, Gohan, Goten in the back, uh, showing his lineage, right? And then you have Goku Jr. Uh, like in saying like uh, like I'm carrying the, the 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 legacy of Goku and Bardock, right? So um, overall, it's a pretty pretty solid secret rare in my opinion. And then we have the first appearance from a Zeno character. We have Zeno Beyond Darkness Demigra. So uh, I honestly I never heard of uh, of of Demigra before seeing this card. I had no idea who this was. I had to Google it. Uh, apparently, he's like a demon god. Uh, he uh, he appears in you know in in um, in uh, Dragon Ball games. And to be honest, I never ever played. I mean, I did play it at some some point a little bit, but I was never really a fan of uh, of the Dragon Ball games, and and I just never really did it. So if you're gonna introduce uh, you know characters from the Dragon Ball games, I'm probably not gonna know about it. So uh, unless I've Googled it or something. But uh, so yet another you know this is already uh, so set number four, uh, in my opinion like the main chase cards are actually already special rares we have the height of mastery goku which is a special rare which is more valuable than the secret rares here in the box because they have the same pool rates and honestly they don't really take the spotlight right these two secret rares don't really take the spotlights they are less memorable in my opinion um maybe goku jr because of the theme like i said like the lineage which makes sense but uh demigra not a memorable character and uh, it is probably 
it's one of the cheapest secrets of all time, right? So um, definitely was not a success, this secret rare. Uh, I don't know from a player's perspective, maybe it makes sense, but from a collector's perspective, um, it didn't really make sense to introduce this character, but, um, you know, to, to give some benefit to, uh, to Bandai, uh, it is the first ever set that they include two secret rares in the set. So if they are going to do two secret rares in the set, it's okay that there is like one taking the spotlight over the other. And so it is, it's, it adds another slot for more creativity, creativity. And it, and honestly, it's all right. Let's give it a pass because they do have the Goku Jr. with this lineage team. So honestly, BT4 is, is okay. Now, BT5, we have Miraculous Fighter SS3 Gogeta, which is an absolute killer of a secret rare. This is one, probably still in my top five ever secret rares. Absolutely gorgeous. I'm a Gogeta fan. I'm an SS3 fan, but I'm an SS3 Goku fan. Not really an SS3 Gogeta fan, right? SS3 Gogeta, I had to Google it. I was like, maybe I under, maybe I remember the, the Janimba movie wrong or something. Because I don't remember Gogeta going SS3, right? So yet another, another character that they have to... Yeah, kind of weird. So you have Gogeta. Beautiful, beautiful card. They use the high-quality gold foiling from BT4. So they have an elevated, more sturdy gold foil. Almost the entire card is gold foil. Beautiful artwork. It's Gogeta. You know, th this is the highlight from the set. So beautiful card. I love this card. I'm not going to say much about it other than why did they have to do it? Why did they have to make it SS3, right? Why did they have to make it SS3? And apparently SS3 Goku is yet another character that they used in a in a video game, right? Like in, in video games, they, um, they make, uh, let's say they make fan dreams come true, right? Like a fan, like a fan watching the Janimba movie could have said like, whoa, could you imagine if you know, Gogeta would have gone SS3, I bet it would be unstoppable, right? So uh, I understand I understand why Bandai would, you know, do this fan, fan service. Uh, but in my opinion, as a card game, like the official Dragon Ball Super card game, it doesn't make sense to me. But but yeah, I'm going to discuss this later, later on in this podcast. Let's move on. Set number six, this is the set, like Destroyer Kings is the set where in terms of quality, the secret rares have peaked. So this is the highest quality secret rares you'll ever see. Um, you have Broly, Ultimate Asian Agent of Destruction. You have this Margin SS3 Broly. Uh, again, like, like I said, like the execution is incredible, highest quality ever, uh, but and Broly is a fan favorite character, right? It's OG Broly, which is amazing, but Unfortunately, they had to make it SS3 and Majin. Then you have Arcane Absorption Majin Buu. Not going to say much about this card. Uh, uh, I think, yeah, again, like the execution uh, is really good. And, uh, you know, Majin Buu is a, is a, is a very memorable uh, villain. I just don't remember him having this form with this outfit. So not sure where, where it comes from. Maybe he absorbed another character that I'm not too sure about, whatever. Next set, we have set number seven, Assault of the Saints. Very, very important set for the, for our entire TCG because it, it's uh, it's introduced the, the second signature sets. Um, 
And this is also a set where there are two secrets. So there were six, in total, six chase cards, right? You had the, the four signatures, which were actually alternate arts from uh, special rares. And then you had those two secrets. So the two secrets were kind of overshadowed by the secret uh, by by the signatures and so they are kind of overlooked right so both uh secrets are kind of cheap still they are still cheap even though uh you know an, an assault of the saints box is like a thousand bucks uh the secrets <laughs> which are still one per case right uh uh, are very cheap. So the first SCR is a SS3 Scramble, Raditz, Vegeta, and Broly. <laughs> oh man, the first time I saw this this secreter, I I I laughed. <laughs> so you have you have Raditz, right? The first ever villain in Dragon Ball Z. Uh, you have Vegeta, and and you have Broly. So Vegeta and Broly fan favorite characters you have red is the first ever villain the, the the brother of goku all three characters make sense but here's the catch they are all three in ss3 right all three characters are super saiyan 3 which doesn't make sense at all because none of these characters achieved super saiyan 3 in the series so this is kind of laughable in my opinion uh, like Super Saiyan 3 Vegeta, as much as you would have loved to see this in the car in in the in the series, it just didn't happen, right? Uh, Broly Super Saiyan 3 never happened, and Raditz has never transcended above this his base form. So, yeah, kind of weird secretary again. Like the 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 execution is pretty good because there's texture. You can see the 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 like the hair of Raditz is textured. Looks pretty good in in person, honestly, and and in terms of quality. It's definitely a downgrade from set six because, like I said, the the, the quality of the secret verse peaked in set six. Then we have set seven, with, where you have very basic texture compared to pff, the insane texture and foiling from set six. But the second secret rare is pretty good in my opinion. It's uh it's definitely uh, underappreciated. I feel power of Potara. You have uh, Vegito, Kefla, and Zamasu. So you have the three. Users of the power of Potara, you have SSB Vegito on the front, looking insane in my opinion. Then you have Kefla on the on the right side, and you have Zamasu on the left side. The the coloring is nice, the artwork is nice. Three fan favorites uh, characters. I like the secret, but honestly, yeah, it's uh, overlooked by uh, due to the signatures in the same set. Then for BT8, so Malicious Machinations, we have Baby Janimba, Corrupt Coalescence. So if you know Baby, Baby is a villain from uh, Dragon Ball GT who can absorb characters and enhance their power. So you have in Dragon Ball GT, you have Baby Vegeta, which uh, ends up being the, the, you know, the, the, the main villain uh, that uh, faces uh, SS4 Goku. But Baby Janimba? Like, it, it would make sense to make a Janimba secret rare from, you know, the Gogeta movie. It would make sense to make a baby Vegeta secret rare, but a baby Janimba just doesn't make sense to me. Again, like, the the, the, the execution of the, of the artwork is pretty good. The artwork is amazing. The foiling is nice. Um, I like that um, baby is in the back with you know, glowing blue eyes. Um, you know, I like the secret rare. It just, the, the, the character choice just doesn't make sense to me so again uh, a weird character to choose from 
Next is the SS4 Vegeta Peak of Primitive Power. This is a gorgeous secret rare. So you have SS4 Vegeta from Dragon, Dragon Ball GT with the golden Ozaru with red eyes in the background. Looks beautiful. I think this secret rare is a little bit overlooked. Um, not too sure why, but uh, this is definitely the chase card from set eight next we have the dragon balls negative energy overflow so if if you've seen dragon ball gt what happens here is that the dragon balls um, built up too much negative energy and cracked they turned purple they cracked and black smoke came out of it and from that black smoke emerges the black smoke dragon and this brings me directly to the next set you know um Universal Onslaught BT9. The first secret rare was Black Smoke Dragon. So that Black Smoke Dragon comes out of that Black Smoke of these cracked Dragon Balls and becomes the main villain at that time in Dragon Ball GT. Gorgeous secret rare. I think it's really relevant if we, you know, if uh, Bandai decides to use Dragon Ball GT as fuel for the for the Dragon Ball card game. Uh, honestly, it's, it totally makes sense to use this character as well. And I think it looks amazing um, with the, uh, you know, uh, um, Dragon Ball's secret rare next to each other. So I understand. It makes sense. It's a beautiful secret rare. Next up, we have... Apex of Power, Son Goku and Vegeta, finally, finally another, you know, uh, canon Goku, but also finally a first canon Vegeta card. I usually don't really count this one as a, you know, canon Goku, canon Vegeta, but uh, I understand why it's like the card. Uh, uh, it's definitely a top favorite for everyone uh all like players and collectors alike and totally makes sense like you have the two main characters in one card from the tournament of power in their highest forms it makes sense it's a beautiful card it's textured we all love texture and um yeah fan favorite and and to top it all off it was actually also a victory strike so um yeah totally makes sense uh, next up, we have Cell Zeno, also very, very playable, but Cell Zeno? <laughs> this is not perfect Cell, right? This is not perfect Cell from uh, Dragon Ball Z. This is Cell Zeno from the Xenoverse. Again, kind of a random character in my opinion, but hey, if you know if Dragon Ball Super is going to use the entirety of the Dragon Ball universe, you know, I understand. It's just that I would have preferred them to put an emphasis on the main series. That's That's all I'm saying. Um, and then from uh, Team Booster Box 2, uh, so World Martial Arts Tournaments, you have uh, you have uh, Goku and Oob, Seeds of the Future. So at the very end of Dragon Ball Z, you see that uh, you know, Majin Buu gets destroyed and gets uh, reincarnated into this human, uh, which is called Oob. And uh, Oob becomes a very strong character. Goku becomes basically the mentor of Oob. And they both blast off and, uh, and you know, to be continued. Uh, so to me personally, it does make sense. In the end, in DBS, they, they, they kind of omitted this ending. Uh, but um, yeah, it, it does make sense. And it's a beautiful secret. You have all the Dragon Balls in the shot. You have Goku, you have Oob. Uh, there's some texture. Uh, it is the first ever time that they uh, um, enhanced the pool rates of the secret rare. So the pool rates were like one in three boxes. Um, but okay, 
pre-solid pre secret rare, it's just not valuable because of a very, very low pull rate. A World Martial Arts tournament wasn't really a memorable set, which I understand. Um, the special rares were more important in my opinion. But um, Next up we have, you know, from Clash of Fates, we have Frieza Army... Um, Frieza Army Reborn. So this is a great looking secret rare. Again, uh, unfortunate that the pull rate was so high, one in three boxes, which makes the, the you know the secret rare kind of yeah lose all its value uh, in, in for for a collector. But honestly, to me, it's a great artwork. You see you see uh, Vegeta with Broly and Paragus in the background. This this is a shot from the Broly movie where you see you know. Frieza, Paragus, and Broly coming out of the, the Frieza spaceship and facing Vegeta and Goku uh, in the North Pole or something. Um, and and yeah, I think I, I actually like this uh, the secret rare. It's the first ever Frieza secret rare. Um, nice artwork. There is texture. I kind of like this uh, this uh, the secret rare. And then from now on, I'm gonna go a little bit faster because you know I I I, I don't want to you know uh, make this podcast too long. But from now on, we start the Unison Warrior block. So from from BT10, we have the Unison Warrior. A lot a lot of things have changed in my opinion because uh, they they kept the three secrets per set um, for BT10 and onward, but uh, they removed texture altogether. From now on, they remove texture altogether. We are in the COVID times. I guess that they are kind of, you know, being more cost efficient or something. I'm not too sure. But what's very significant about uh, Unison Warrior is that it's all random characters. So let's go on. We have Great Ape Masked Saiyan. So Masked Saiyan in Ozaru form. This is from, uh, you know... Uh, yeah, whatever. This is again like a Super Dragon Ball Heroes, but in o Ozaru form. I'm not too sure if in Dragon Ball Heroes he goes uh, Ozaru, but anyway, random character in my opinion. Next up, we have SS3 Gotenks, and uh, honestly, this is a pretty solid secret rare, uh, to be honest. Uh, but uh, because Gotenks does go Super Saiyan 3 in Dragon Ball Z, the only thing that's kind of sets me off a little bit is that it looks more like SS3 Goku, right? It looks like uh, an adult and uh, S3 Go Gotenks in DBZ are kids, right? You have Trunks and Goten being kids. Uh, SS3 Gotenks is just a kid, right? And here you have him in adult form, or at least that's how he's how he looks, in my opinion. Um, so maybe this is from you know a spin off of of of, uh, of Dragon Ball GT where you have. Uh, you know, teenage Go Goten and, uh, and Trunks doing a fusion, fusion, or maybe this is a spin-off from DBS with you know adult Gohan and adult Trunks uh, doing a fusion. I'm not too sure, um, but it's an adult SS3 Gotenks, or at least that's how I see it. And then the main chase card of BT10 is the SS4 Goku, uh, SS4 Gogeta Peerless Fusion. You have SS4 Goku. Uh, oh man. You have SS4 Gogeta doing this final uh, Kamehameha. Uh, looks, I mean, honestly, it looks great. You have great coloring. The, 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 the you know, the artwork is all right. Um, but like I said, what's pretty 
anticlimactic is that there's no texture, right? So this is a huge downgrade compared to BT9. So we, we had a downgrade from BT6 to BT7 where the, you know, the quality of the secret kind of went down, but we had a huge downstep from BT9 to BT10, in my opinion, where this secret basically has, has the quality of a special rare, uh, of, a, of a super rare, sorry, because special rares used to have texture as well. Set number 11, uh, Vicious Rejuvenate, no, um, Vermilion Bloodline, we have SS4 Broly. Again, SS4 Broly is from the Xenoverse. This is from, uh, they, they use SS4 Broly in the Super Dragon Ball Heroes uh, series. I'm not a fan of Super Dragon Ball Heroes because, yeah, you know, it's just purely made to hype up the arcade card game. It kind of makes sense, honestly, but the, the, the quality of the series is just so, just so low. It's it's hard for me to, to stick around to watch every single episode because it's kind of, you know, the pace is weird, the quality is weird, yeah. whatever. I will have to, you know, watch the entire series at some point. Next up, we have yet another baby... We have Baby Hachayak, yet another form where baby absorbs a random character right so this is not baby vegeta again this is baby hachayak random um so yeah not a fan favorite and then last but not least in bt11 we have vegeto and this is the xeno vegeto so you have vegeto in, in this kind of um badass looking out, uh, outfit um with you know goku and vegeta in the background um you know what this this uh this secret is all right um yeah it's all right in bt12 you have super pycon you know pycon okay pretty cool character from xenoverse um you know why not pycon next up we have majin buu incarnation of demonic evil you have yet another majin uh, majin buu absorbing yet another character because he is in an outfit that i can't i can't pinpointed but I, i'm pretty sure he absorbed another character uh and then the third secret from the set is supreme kai of time beautiful secret um yeah that's all i've got to say beautiful secret set number 13 we have sin shenron the only thing i can say about this card is that i do not remember from dragon ball gt that uh, sin shenron becomes black right they could have made him white and like make the same uh secret where Sinchenron is white and I would have liked this uh, secret but now he's black so it it again it it's it feels like they're just making stuff up uh in my opinion then you have SS3 Gohanks um okay <laughs> Gohanks <laughs> you know all right <laughs> um I guess this is Gohan and Trunks, but from the Xenoverse or something that they would do. Go I don't, I don't know, man. I don't. What the hell is this? This character? It just, yeah, and yeah, man. Just yeah, probably again from the games. I'm not too sure. Um, and then the last, and and you know the Gohanks was supposed to be this the, you know the chase card from the set i'm just totally not a fan uh then you have rubelu demigra secretary so if you remember demigra being like the demon god um this uh character is a secretary of demigra so it's she's kind of uh not a minion uh demon but like ranked lower than demigra so to me again kind of a random character um and then 
Last but not least, we have BT14. This is the last set that has been released uh, this month. We have, they start off with a banger, SS Goku and Frieza Miraculous Conclusion. So this is a beautiful secret. Finally, we have another canon secret and a canon Goku and Frieza team-up secret, which is amazing. This is from the Tournament of Power Conclusion, where, you know, Goku and um, and Frieza teams up, team up together to defeat Jiren. And uh, they are so weak that they downgrade from UI Goku to Super Saiyan Goku. They downgrade from Golden Frieza to regular Frieza. Honestly, great looking uh, secret, great coloring. Um, the only thing I'm going to say, it's kind of anticlimactic to see it in person with no texture. And um, in BT14, they reintroduced textured gold foil. It's just that in this one, the, the, there's just so little gold foil that there's just no texture. So this is basically 98% flat rainbow foil with a tiny little bit of uh, textured gold foil. Um, you know, um, yeah, so kind of underwhelming in terms of uh, quality. Uh, but, uh, you know, the artwork, the, the, the iconic scene from, you know, the main characters, the coloring kind of makes up for it. Uh, then we have Majin Buu, Kibito Kai Absorbed, yet another Majin Buu with not a random character, but you really just Kibito. Yeah, honestly, execution is good. It's just like, yet again, a Majin Buu card with a random character absorbed. And uh, last... Uh, the last secret is Super 17 Sibling Absorbed. So this Super 17 is a villain from um, Dragon Ball GT and he has black hair, right? It's Super 17. But in this in this secret, he absorbs uh, Android 18 and he, he, he has blonde hair, which looks ridiculous in my opinion. But again, like the... the execution of the secret looks better than <laughs> than the Fuiku. Uh, last but not least, we have the Heron's Lineage from the um, from the ba Battle Evolution booster box. Uh, again, a secret that has a pull rate of one in three boxes, so there's no value there in terms of collecting. This is a hundred dollar card all day, every day. Maybe even I I've seen I've seen this uh, secret sell for fifty bucks, which makes sense. Um, and so you have. Uh, from the Dragon Ball GT universe again, GT DBS love GT. Uh, you have a Bula and a Pan on the foreground, and then you have Videl and Bulma in the in the background. So, um, honestly, that's all I'm gonna say from uh, uh, for this secret. And then we have a promo secret, uh, which has a gold stamped version with Sin Shenron negative energy incarnate so this is the normal white sin shenron um i'm honestly just not a fan of the artwork of this card and it's it's a promo so it's it's widely available so there's no collector's value man i'm 38 minutes in and i've just finally stopped you know going through all these secret rares uh, you know bandai switching to three secret rares starting from bt8 has has just you know increased exponentially the numbers the number of secret rares that uh, collectors had to had to chase, <laughs> uh, and uh, like I said during uh, my my, uh, my commentary, it makes sense that if they make three secret rares, that there's like more of a highlight of the of the set, and then like the two 
accompanying secrets that are maybe less valuable for collectors but maybe still playable for players this allows players to be able to build their decks without having to compete with collectors um it just makes sense uh, from starting from BT15, Bandai is actually going to introduce a fourth secret. So it's going to be four secreters in one set, which is absolutely insane. We don't know the pool rates yet from BT15, uh, but I can assume that it would it would be um, like uh, you know two secrets per case, and uh, basically having a pool rate for a specific secreter one in 24 boxes that would make sense to me um we have yet to see uh what's gonna happen with bt15 uh but it's gonna be pretty interesting and in my opinion the only reason why they would increase the number of secret rares is first of all to increase the general value of the set or you know the chaseability or, or collectability of it all but also maybe because because they want to introduce the god level secret rare with like a very low pull rate. So we know that uh, starting from next year, so in 2022, um, they will they will release a set with a god rare. Um, that's not how they call it. I'm not too sure how they called it in, in, anymore. Uh, but uh, they want to introduce a secret rare with a lower pull rate than the than the regular secret rares. And so it would make sense. That's like the, the the regular secrets kind of take the spots of the SPRs, if that makes sense. And then you have the chase card being the God special rare, right? Like, just like the old days where you had like this one secret rare taking the highlights and then the four other, uh, you know, special rares with also very uh, low pull rates, but aren't really in the spotlight. So it would make sense that they increase the number of secrets just to introduce the God level uh, secret rare in the future um but uh so yeah i mean it's been four years it's amazing it's been four years uh of uh of dbs they have uh you know like like i said they survived covid and to me personally it's it's kind of astounding that they survived covid with the unison warrior series because Unif unison warrior series from a collector standpoint is so underwhelming like w uh, uw should stand for underwhelming or something from unison warrior underwhelming unison warrior man the, the secrets are so stupid <laughs> i'm just gonna say it i'm just gonna be blunt with you guys i i i hate all these secrets I'm just a, I'm I'm a fan of uh you know the Goku and Frieza team up uh, secret that I think that's a great looking uh, secret rare. I was, and and also SS4 Goku uh, Gogeta Peerless Fusion was also a pretty solid secret rare. but everything in between to me personally is just so not memorable like if you tell me like vicious rejuvenation like w which are the secrets like I will I will have to think about it like wait uh bt12 uh what were the chase cards again i mean like man I, it's hard to remember it's so not memorable all these secrets are trash in my opinion because they are random characters absorbing random characters or in random colors or like super 17 okay cool great character make a super 17 uh, secret but don't don't make it blonde right or sin shenron you know super strong villain in Dragon Ball GT but don't make him black right so uh SS3 Gotenks great character but don't make him an adult right uh Majin Buu great great 
um, villain, but don't make him absorb every other character. It's kind of weird. And honestly, to me, the balance is way off. So you have um, very little attention to the main series and a lot of attention to the Xenoverse and the Dragon Ball GT world or the Super Dragon Ball Heroes um, universe. It just it just doesn't make sense in my opinion. So if I can uh, compare to uh, the Pokemon TCG, just to make one point, um, you know, Pokemon is the story of Ash uh, going through the world, exploring the world with his Pokemon. And the main Pokemon is Pikachu, of course. And, and then you have his strongest Pokemon just in Generation 1, right? And the strongest Pokemon was... Charizard and Charizard is by far the, the, the is is a fan favorite, right? Charizard is a fan favorite. So, as a TCG, when you make cards, wouldn't it make sense to make more Pikachu cards than, let's say, Bulbasaur cards or even Venusaur cards? It does make sense, right, to make more Pikachu cards because Pikachu is a face of the TCG, is a face of the entire IP, right? So. And wouldn't it also make sense to make more Charizard cards than, let's say, Kabutops cards, right? Of course it does, because Charizard is the uh, strongest Pokemon in Ash's team and is the most popular card, uh, the most popular character. So when Pokemon comes up with a TCG, it would make sense to make lots of Pikachu cards, and it would make sense to make in Charizard cards because that's what the fans want, right? you got to give the fans what they want in order for, for, for you to be able to sell products. And, uh, and so I'm not saying that DBS has to be like Pokemon where they release a different version of, uh, of Charizard in every single set or like three out of four sets. I'm not saying they need to do that. Uh, but it's kind of disappointing, in my opinion, that there are five sets be, uh, th that you need to wait like more than a year in order to see another, you know, Goku card. Um, that's just very disappointing in my opinion because it's it just takes away the incentive to buy more product or to to, to continue collecting this uh, series. And uh, the the point I want to make here is that the entire Dragon Ball universe is basically the story of Goku. Right? It's, it's Goku um, going on an adventure or Goku uh, trying to protect the, the, the world or the universe, right? And it's, it's Goku that takes his friends along with him, right? It's not the other way around. It's not like Vegeta going on an adventure and Goku tagging along. No, it's, it's Goku is the face of the entire universe, right? Of the entire Dragon Ball universe. So to me personally, it would make sense to make more... Uh, memorable Goku cards and when you look at the uncommons and the commons and the rares there are a lot of Goku cards in a set right there are a lot of Goku cards in a set and that makes sense but to me it's, it's there's such a disconnect between you know Goku being the main character of the entire TCG and Bandai refusing to make more Goku secret rares I do not understand it right now I don't want to make this episode to to you know, I, I don't want to bash them on Bandai. I think they are doing an amazing job and I want them to continue at all costs. But at the same time, it's kind of weird that they don't give us, give the fans what they want. 
And it would be nice to have a, a player's perspective uh, for this because I, I, I can only talk from a collector's perspective. I've talk, talked about this topic for the last year with my friends, my collector friends. Right, so BT10, okay, kind of a random character, but there's that SS4 Gogeta that is pretty cool. SS3 Gotenks, okay, if you don't really look at the face or, or you know, you, you can kind of appreciate the secret. Set 11, yeah, maybe the SS4 Broly can 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 be, you know, pretty good. So you kind of take the other two with it because he's a completionist, right? He wants to, to complete the sets. But ever since set 12, he's like, man, what the hell? These characters are too to random, right? So you have set 12, Super Pycon, Majin Buu absorbing another weird character. You have Supreme Kai, who the hell is this? Um, you have Sin Shenron being black, SS3 Gohanks, what the hell? That sounds kind of a random character, right? Rubelu, who the hell is Rubelu? And he knows who Rubelu is, but come on. So three sets after another where you don't, you don't give anything to the fans. And so Infinite Zamasu that has been collecting DBS ever since set two, ever since 2017, has broken his streak of collecting all secret rares in BGS 10. After three years, he broke his streak because Bandai fucked up, right? The, uni the, the Unison Warrior series, the underwhelming series, striked, right? Collectors are, 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 are stopping, right? Collectors don't collect the new... Uh, yeah, of course they collect, but... They, they are not as excited about the new sets as you would want them to be, right? Um, Gigavolt is another Instagram, another guy from Instagram. Uh, we've talked a lot uh, in the past, and he has, you know, he has a black label SSB Vegito. He has a black label Super Saiyan for Goku. Both are have like like SSB Vegito is like a pop two, SS for Goku has like a pop five or six. He has a an SS3 Gogeta in Black Label. He has a Awakened Power Goku in BGS10. He has is a very is an avid collector, man. Very passionate. He loves this card game. He 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 hunts Black Labels. So you can you can imagine the difficulty of acquiring Black Labels is intense, right? So ever since the Unison Warrior series, he hasn't purchased any secretors. He hasn't purchased any secretors because they are just so underwhelming. Right, um, which is kind of disheartening, right? And even myself, I um, like if you if you would compare my BT10 to 14 uh, collection, it's tiny. It's tiny compared to BT1 to 9. It's tiny uh, because you know I'm a I'm a special rare and I I, I, I specialize into in in special rares and secret rares as well. I have a, a little bit of promos, but I'm I'm not too deep into promos yet because. You know, I'm I'm not a player, and I'm I I I started collecting starting at you know BT9, so um, I'm I'm not too involved with you know the different releases of, of of specific promos. I do have a decent promo collection, but just to say, like the special rares and secret rares from set one to nine have the highest quality, and starting from BT10, it's just there's no incentive for me to collect. Um, Actually, from the Unison Warrior series, a lot of special rares are way better than the secret rares, which is not something that you've seen a lot in uh, in BT One to Nine. So yeah, why would Bandai like? I talked to Dar Gib on Instagram, and he said to me like, maybe 
maybe Bandai is one holding back all the good secrets for longevity, right? In, say, in sake of longevity, so that they can act like you know a Super Saiyan Goku secrets like in, in three years or something. For a collector, like pool rates are very important because the the difficulty of acquiring a cer certain card is as as important as the quality of the card, and so um, collector volumes um, definitely. Um, deliver in terms of quality like a ton of texture beautiful artwork amazing amazing and we by the way just today uh banda released a preview for the collector's volume 2 that is going to re be released in november i think i think it's november i'm not too sure but uh in two days so uh, by the time that this podcast is released so september 3rd you can pre-order collector's selection volume 2 my god so Please go uh, pre-order at time, and you don't have to pay to pay scalped prices. So um, the point I'm trying to make here is that maybe Bandai is holding back on these hyped-up secrets for a reason. But I can also make the counter-argument that maybe if it would be a normal thing to you know release Goku cards every other set, Vegeta cards every other set. Frieza cards, perfect cell cards, uh, Gohan, teen Gohan cards. Where's the teen Gohan secret rare, right? Um, if they would do this on a regular basic basis, just like Super Dragon Ball Heroes, right? The arcade card game. If they would do it like the arcade card game, collectors would be more distracted, right? Collectors would buy mo um, all types of uh, secret rares instead of this one specific secret rare, right? So. Um, that's kind of my counter argument. If they would if they would lower the bar to make, you know, fan favorite secrets, there, there, that problem wouldn't exist, in my opinion. And yeah, the only thing I think they're, that they are achieving right now is to, you know, disengage collectors from the new releases, and that's just really a shame because DBS was doing one thing right, right? It's, it was a quality that they were bringing to the table, the quality of their secrets. Like both collectors and players chasing after the same cards, I understand that the value rose too much during the TCG hype, uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of weird, right? So what I would like to see in the future, right, is is Bandai focusing on the journey of Goku, right? This is the, this is what the Dragon Ball universe is all about—the journey of Goku. So I would I would expect um, Bandai to create more Goku cards. But also his his uh, you know his rival Vegeta because I was talking about Pokemon. If you look at Pikachu as the face of of uh, of the entire Pokemon universe, Goku is Pikachu, right? But um, if you look at Charizard, which is the fan favorite Pokemon, the strongest Pokemon, this is Vegeta in my opinion, right? So um, I think the entire Dragon Ball universe universe is dr is driven by Goku and Vegeta. Just as Pokemon is driven by uh, by Pikachu and Charizard, so I think that Bandai has nothing to lose by emphasizing Goku and Vegeta uh, compared to all other characters. I would also like to see, you know, t uh, like if and you know, just if you look at you know the Dragon Ball series, like the base Dragon Ball series, I want to see you know Goku with his power pole. I want Goku doing his first Kamehameha. I want to see 
you know, the Red Ribbon Army or something uh, as as villains. From Dragon Ball Z, I want to see, you know, a Raditz secret rare being all fierce and stuff, other than, you know, being a Super Saiyan 3 scramble <laughs> secret rare. I want to see Raditz being all fierce. I want to see Kaioken Son Goku. Uh, I want to see Super Saiyan uh, Son Goku from, from Frieza uh, arc. I want to see Super Saiyan 2 uh, coming back from the from the uh, time chamber with his battle suit, uh, I want to see Super Saiyan Tree Goku uh, secret rares. I want to see a Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue, uh, Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken. I want to see more UI Goku uh, secret rares. I think I made my point right. Just with the main series alone, there are so much fuel for amazing looking cards. And they don't have to be restricted to one UI Goku secret rare. Honestly, if you look at the SDBH, um, so Super Dragon Ball Heroes secret rares, I think one of the reasons why Super Dragon Ball Heroes has become so popular with among the DBS community is just because Bandai provides what the fans want, right? There are multiples. Uh, UI Goku cards. There are multiple Vegeta cards. There are multiple Vegito and Go Gogeta cards. So, and there are, you know, Teen, teen Gohan cards as well. And same with Vegeta, by the way. I want to see, you know, the original Vegeta. I want to see, uh, you know, v Vegeta going Super Saiyan for the first time. I want to see Majin Vegeta for the first time. I want to see, you know, Super Saiyan God Vegeta from the Broly movie. I want to see Super Saiyan Blue uh, Super Saiyan uh, Blue Evolution. Um, I want to see, you know, the new form of Vegeta from from the manga. I'm not going to spoil it here in the in the podcast, but uh, I want to see all of that in the in the in the card game. I don't just want to see the Xenoverse characters, characters that they made up for some for some games. I want to see the series that I grew up on. I want to see the series that I adore. This is why I collect DBS is because I adore their franchise, but yeah, I mean, maybe that's just me. I also want to see, you know, perfect cell. I want to see more Frieza cards. Uh, I want to see, you know, more Android cards, maybe, you know, when Androids were still evil. <laughs> uh, I want to see Majin Buu cards, like proper kid Majin Buu cards. Uh, maybe I want to see, you know, a Beerus or a Whis secret rare. Uh, maybe I want to see a Zamasu or Goku Black or Fused Zamasu uh, secret rare. Maybe I want to see a Rage Trunks, right? Uh, like Trunks with a sword. We've seen so many commons and, and leader cards of Super Saiyan Trunks uh, going uh, uh, like the Super Saiyan Rage Trunks in from the um, Goku Black arc. We've seen so many of these, yet I, I'm still craving for the secret rare, right? So maybe we can see a hit as a secret rare. Uh, hit has, has received a signature, hit has received special rares, but no secret rares. And honestly, hit is a pretty cool character. Maybe Jiren. Where is Jiren? Uh, I don't even, th like, like from BT1 to 9, Jiren does not even get a, a special rare, <laughs> right? So I would love to see a Jiren secret rare as well. Anyway, and by the way, all this is just from the main series. I'm not even talking about the movies, right? I want to see a cooler. I want to see an OG Broly secret rare. Where is the Broly secret rare from like the Broly 2018 movie? Where is that Broly? I want to see more Broly cards, like high quality Broly cards and not Super Saiyan 3 Majin Broly cards. You know what I mean? 
I think I made my point. Bandai, if you're listening, please, please consider my points in this podcast. I'm not bashing on you. I love I love your car game. I want it to continue. But I also want the incentive to, con- to, to, to still be there for collectors to stay engaged with the main sets as well as the, you know, collector volumes or whatever that you have planned for the future. So um, I think I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, thank you so much for uh, listening to my uh, one hour rant on what I want to see in the future and why I think that these secret rares have kind of been dumb in my opinion like uh, they, 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 all those random characters just doesn't make sense um, it would make sense to me that at least one secret rare out of every single set has like a main character or a very desirable character and not like another Demigra or another Majin Buu absorbing yet another random character you get my point I think the first four years of Dragon Ball Super have been very successful despite um, their mistake, quote-unquote mistakes. Uh, the Unison Warrior, like I said, kind of underwhelming uh, series, but uh, hey, they're still standing strong. They survived COVID, and uh, I can't wait to see what they have um, for us uh, in the future. So um, thank you, thanks again for listening, and... Um, Yeah, I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Take care, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Passion Over Profits podcast. Please subscribe and stay tuned for more DBS Collectors content. Interested in which guest we're having next week? Find out in the next episode of Dragon Ball's Passion Over Profits. Yes, Passion Over Profits.